Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how are you? Joe, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay, Joe. Yeah, me too, man. It's, I mean, it's, so we're on a Tuesday today, so we're a little bit we're off schedule. Tuesday. We're going up on, on a, tu- a Tuesday. Yeah, people haven't jammed to that song in a, in a few years. I'm glad they'll be reminded of that. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Oh, God. Oh, God, I'm no. I'm tired, man. I'm so tired. Joe, I almost choked on my apple cider as I came downstairs. Like, almost died. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's wrong with me, but over, like, the last three days, I have like been doing a task and trying to drink something at the same time oh, no. and have almost killed myself. And it ha- you're too old for that. I'm telling I don't know if it's too old. I, ben hasn't been sleeping the last like three days. So like I'm extra zombie like, so maybe like my brain is yeah. just not working as it should. Uh, but I was walking downstairs to, to come get ready for the podcast. And I went, Oh yes, I definitely can take a step down a stair and take a drink of cider at the same time. Right. And I absolutely cannot. I cannot no. spit the cider no, out, coughed up for like 10 minutes. It's awful. Chipped down the steps. Yeah. Rolled my, down them. My, I'm sitting here on a, on a compound fracture. Bone is out of the leg, but I'm here for you people. <laughs> uh, this has been the Mondayest Tuesday. I feel like it's for you. So I work from home. So every day is it's yeah. very different for me and you. For you, like when you go into work, and I felt that when I was going back in in, uh, in November, like the day I would go to work actually felt mm-hmm. like a Monday. Like the Monday was a gap yeah. day. Like it was a check emails, get caught up, like a little bit here right. and there. You're on the phone a lot more than I am, but like mm-hmm. it's a, uh, but then when you would go in on a Tuesday, like that's, that's when the real Monday started. Yeah, totally. Totally. We did uh we're upgrading our systems. So we had our developers in. That or is, contractors in. That is the most business sentence that anyone can say. <laughs> like that circling back, touching base, like all we're upgrading our systems. What systems? What do you mean? Computers, yeah. phones? There's a lot Computers, of systems there. POS. Yeah, we're know. just we're upgrading. We're just upgrading the systems. Yeah. It's like but, the matrix uh, up in this bitch. <laughs> the matrix is getting a, a firmware update. <laughs> so we had our contractors in today. Uh and we were doing testing. So just like they're called conference room pilots where we were just mm. like like saying, all right, did this one pass? Did this one pass? Did you go through this? Did you try that? Sounds boring as shit, Joe. <laughs> and trust me, I work in a very boring field and that sounds yeah. very boring. It was exciting. I'll tell you what. How was your weekend? My weekend was actually really good. Um, so Katie and I chickened out. Um, we were going to go camping. We were we had a campsite scheduled. We were going to go to Ionia State Park, just outside Lansing, do mm-hmm. do a little hike in site. It was like not so far from the from the parking lot. Um, but then after last week, which actually is part of the reason we're going to talk about our topic today. Um, mm-hmm. after last week, it was Katie's like first week of school with kids and life, and like I was taking Ben to daycare in the morning and like trying to get that schedule ironed out. It was just a hell of a week last week. Um, yeah and so like thursday rolled around and we're like oh my gosh i are we really like we had all the camping stuff pulled out of the tote in the basement so we could like pack it up and get it ready and we're like are we really gonna pack all this up tonight get in the car tomorrow drive to a campsite and sleep in a tent on one of our like precious (laughs) days of sleep and we're like okay we pro conned it we're like it would be very nice to wake up in nature be very nice yeah. to like sit outside cool air drink coffee like relax all this stuff yeah, yeah all that good stuff downsides we have to drive two hours to get out there two and a half hours mm-hmm. we still have to set up a tent when we get there then we have to figure out how we're going to get ben to sleep outside he doesn't sleep inside he doesn't sleep in a nice crib <laughs> he doesn't sleep with a noise machine on how He's are not we... an animal no how are we going to get him to sleep outside uh and and figure that out on Friday night. And then we're like, how are we going to do naps on Saturday? It was just a whole, like, the as soon as we started yeah. pro-conning, the threads started coming apart. Like, all right, we'll compromise. We'll do some nature stuff. We'll go for a hike. Yeah. Um, so we woke up on Saturday, and we went to Mawberry State Park, uh, which is actually on 8 Mile, funny enough. Yeah, for all you no, right. uh, all of you people that the only thing you know about uh, 8 Mile is, to, is Eminem, there's a state park on, uh, on 8 Mile. <laughs> 
and it's very nice very very nice um it's like northville area mm-hmm. so we went out we went for like a hour and a half hike um walked through uh walked through some natures the mosquitoes were yeah. awful i got eaten alive yeah um, Ate them. so that was good and then i have to address something because i post an instagram story um and about uh me and and ben walking down the trail yeah and yes ben is walking what yes yeah so it's been a slow development like he probably for about three weeks maybe a month now he would take like one or two steps like would stand up take like one step fall down one step fall down right he was doing that for a long time um and funny story i don't think that like a lot of uh, maybe it's movies uh have like portrayed like oh his first steps you don't want to miss his first steps you don't want to miss his first steps but like there were other major milestones i don't i didn't feel like this one like, like this flowed very naturally like from him crawling to right. walking right um but he did the one time that i was like okay this kid is really really getting it um he katie was in the kitchen and he was at the couch which is like a pretty significant distance in our house. And he mm. walked all the way from the couch to the the stove where Katie was. Wow. And uh, I wasn't home and Katie called me. She goes, Oh my God. I was what, what's going on? Oh, uh, uh, she's like, Oh, and explained it. I was like, that is insane. Like that's a really significant amount of walking. Yeah. But here's the thing. Ben's always on 110%. He's always on 11. Kids always right. on. He's a winner. He's a winner. He's a type A, you know, kind of guy. And he understands that he could walk places if he wanted to, but mm-hmm. he can crawl there much faster. Right. <laughs> he can crawl there much faster. So he'll like take a few steps and be like, I'm not getting out of this what I want to get out of this and go down yeah, all yeah. fours and crawl like sprint crawl over to wherever he wants to go. Uh, right so it's been a a slower develop i thought like he would be so excited like oh he wants to walk all the time right no no he doesn't have you tried telling him how cool it is i have actually i explained like hey you know people want to see you like walk like that's all the cool kids walk and he's like right yeah i don't care and he just crawled away and played with his fridge (laughs) flipped me the bird it was really odd that he's never Uh, so that was good. So Saturday we did that. We hiked and hung out, um, watching football. And then speaking of watching football on Sunday, Big day. I actually went to the lions home opener. You did first game of the year. The lions lost, not surprised, but so here's the funny story. I don't think I can ever go back to a lions game because they were being, they were getting beat bad. Bad, like, bad, like up thirty points. Yeah, but they were losing by like thirty points. Or they, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. down thirty. And uh, and I think San Francisco had just scored in the fourth quarter. And Derosia um, and I, who were we were at the game together, we're like, you know, let's just go. It's fourth quarter. George got the t- the tickets through work, so they were free. Like we weren't really beholding anything. We'd parked at a casino, which was a, a ways away. We we're like, let's just go. Um, bad fandom. I I will say, like we were being bad fans, but at the same time, yeah. like Ben was on Saturday night had done this thing where he woke up at at three o'clock and didn't go back to bed until five o'clock. So yeah. I was Ugh. dying and extra zombie like, and I was just sitting there like, uh this I'm just like, the lions are not good. This is not you know fun right. to be here, but like I got what I wanted out of it. So we left. And then I get, and we get all the way back. We get in the car, sit down, and Katie calls me because I text her that we had left. And she goes, mm-hmm. You have to look at this. And she points the phone at the TV. And the Lions had come all the way back. They had come all yeah. the way back to within eight points. I looked yeah. on Twitter. They got like a fumble recovery and recovered an onside kick in like two minutes and yeah. like all this stuff. And uh, they came all the way back to eight points. And then I, on my phone, I pulled it up on my phone and watched uh, watched the last like two minutes of the game. Um, so that's what I get for leaving early. But they were bad up until I left. So I think right. if I'm just not in the stadium, they're going to win every game this season. That yeah, seems like the only logical choice. Nice. So, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll go to bed early on Sunday. It's nice." I, uh, I like it. There, the Sunday night game was Matt Stafford, former Lion. So I had to watch a little bit of that. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, I almost fell asleep watching football, which is like a big dad move, like Sunday night game. Yeah. You're laying down on the couch, Sunday night game. All of a sudden you feel yourself drifting. You're like, Ooh, Ooh, I'm not sure if I'm ready for that level of dad. Right. Uh, so then uh, I was like, Oh, I'll go to bed early. And then Ben again on sun on Sunday night, woke up at 3am would not go to bed again until 5am two nights in a row. So, That's crazy. So I'm, you know what? It was a good weekend. All in all, lots to do. Good weekend. Good. How about you? Tell me about it. Oh boy. Oh, Big you weekend. had a you had a an old fashioned weekend. It was a crazy weekend. Hit me. I'm ready for it. Uh so Friday. Uh what did we I, we didn't really do much Friday, but uh I mowed the lawn because it hadn't been mowed in like three weeks. Nice. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to but uh to bushes. I'm gonna find those fall Bud Light seltzers. And, Terrible uh, idea. I got them, and they're absolutely awful. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's I, so I, funny that you they, bought those because I wanted were... to try them so bad. So you didn't come to the party where I had yeah. them, um, and they are so bad that. I had five left after the party. It's only a 12 pack. There were 25 people at the party. I still had five left. Like nobody yeah. wanted them. I brought them to softball and said, like, take them for free. Whoever wants them. Right. And I had one of each flavor and a double of the apple. Mm. And we opened each flavor. Everybody took one sip. Or I shouldn't say everybody. A few people took one sip. And then we threw them away. All of them. They're Every single so one. Bad. They're so bad. They're so bad, and I'm so disappointed. But uh, so Friday I did that and uh, watched some TV. Nice. Saturday we got up and we went to the Renaissance Festival, and it was spectacular. The Renaissance Festival is one of my favorite places in the world. Did you get a big old turkey leg? I didn't because no. the turkey legs are so tendony; they're so hard to eat. I love them. Disney uh, World catch me with a giant turkey leg in my hand all the time. I like yeah. love it. Uh, so we got up, we went there, um, and it was amazing. But Cora like was like she wasn't not into it, but she wasn't like into it. She's kind of like was she, chill about. She the whole didn't thing. like like the costumes or the people in like no, weird clothing. She, like didn't really no, didn't really care. Um, I saw the picture of her really, like, like running away from the mermaids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't really like get out of her uh, stroller a whole lot. We let her out some. Mm-hmm. But then she would kind of like stop and play and cry and then just want to go back in the stroller. So a lot of times she just like spent a lot of time just in her stroller. But the Renaissance Festival is amazing if you haven't been. I haven't and I want to go. And we will take you because it's it's, and Katie and Ben. It's amazing. But like you walk in, it's just vendors of like clothing vendors and like glass vendors and, you know, mugs and woodworking and wands and just like everything but then there's also food vendors and then there's like alcohol pubs uh and it's just amazing you just wander around and have a drink and eat and like look at everybody's amazing costumes then they have like jousting a couple times Mm -hmm. a day it's just oh it's so great um so we did that saturday and we were home by like five o'clock nice um and then that night, I went over to Jordan and Josh's for just a little bit. I was going to pick up a couple things. I had a couple beers there. Came back home because Sunday I had a big day playing yes. D&D uh, with Kevin and, and our old crew. So I got up Sunday and we kind of hung out around the house. Kayla and Cora went to her mom's and I was like, all right. So I did the dishes and then I went to Detroit. And Damn. I went to Detroit. Uh, about 45 minutes earlier than I needed to be to Kevin's. Because, because you love Detroit. Because I love Detroit. And I was like, I'm going to Green Dot Stables before. You went to Green Dot before? For people that don't know, which most of you shouldn't, uh, Green Dot is like a slider it, place. It's the my favorite restaurant in Detroit. Man, you and I differ on that. Um, It's... I love it so much. And I haven't been since November of 2019. That's fair. Uh, you know what's funny? It's probably the last what? time I went to Green Dot as well because I went with some coworkers uh, back in the really? day. Mm-hmm. Back when I worked on that. Uh, right. So so I went there and I was like, I got three sliders. I got their uh, Chicken Caesar, their Lansing Hot, 
and then their mystery meat, which was Wagyu beef. Damn. The Lansing um, Hot is pretty good. I'll give that to you. It, very good. So you I did that. You know what my problem is? You know what my problem what? with that is? The, the sandwich to price ratio is off. They're yeah. too expensive for what they are. And I get it. It's a thing. It's their thing. But like $4 for a one bite sandwich. And you have, oh, you so have to order like four of them to fill up. Like yeah. three or I, I guess three is probably the right number. But like mm-hmm. I, they're like five bucks each for like a one mm-hmm. bite sandwich. And I was like, that's just it's not for me. I love them. They're so great. So did that. Went to Kevin's and played a one shot D&D campaign with uh, Luke, Will and Kevin. Kevin mm-hmm. as our DM. And we played with the characters we started out with as our very first campaign. Nice. Which we played four years ago. Um, we finished this campaign two years ago. Uh, so it was nice to revisit some old characters and, nice. and go back and play as them. Uh, and it was just an amazing, like, the whole round was very just like, it was a couple hours, but Kevin set it up very well. And just uh, wild, like, it, bang, it was bang just, stuff. It, was, it was great. It was so much fun. Are you going to admit ordered... what happened to you? Are you going to tell the people no. what happened? I almost died a lot. Joe got very, very openly got tricked by D's nuts, and it was uh, <laughs> I did very get a D's good. Nuts trick. Uh, it was very funny, and uh, yeah, it was just a lot of fun to to go back and play that. It made me really excited to play our campaign yeah. once we uh, once we get going on it. So uh, did that Sunday, and then yesterday worked, but I got a tattoo last night. Yeah, yeah, you did. You yeah. you have to post a tattoo on the, on the Instagram story once uh once you're done, but uh or once yeah. when the when the video is released. But um, it looks scary. It is a <laughs> yeah. a scary tattoo, which is what I was going for. So my I nieces know, you're and spooky I, boy. right? Quick quick tangent on the tattoos. I have three older nieces that were the four of us were basically raised as siblings because we're I'm closer in age to them than I am my sisters. Sure. Um. So I went to each of them and I said, hey, I want to get a tattoo with each of you, but I want it to be unique to like our relationship or like, you know, something in common with us. Um, and my niece Bailey, I knew would like jump at it. She's got like nine tattoos already. And she's like, yes, let's do it. And I was like, well, what, you know, what are your thoughts, this and that? And it, it, we were both the theater kids basically okay. in our family. Um and we really love spooky stuff. Like we send spooky TikToks, basically. That's it, back and forth, and love ghost adventures. The sickness um, in your family, right? So, masks like the happy, sad theater masks, but as skulls, um, in a kind of classic American tattoo style skulls. So nice. I have the the scary, happy skull, and she's got the sad skull. It's a very unique like design. I uh, yeah, like if you looked at it just at a glance i don't think you'd put it all together but like looking at it for a while like oh okay i get it now yeah that's pretty neat yeah it's too so. scary for me i can't it say is. i can't say that i love it because it's too scary i'm gonna be frightened every time i see it <laughs> totally but uh yeah so so that was my weekend it was a crazy weekend i know it now i'm tired i'm ready to go to bed so joe before we jump into the main topic yeah you gotta catch me up on on how baby prep's going how how are baby we, prep? How are we how are we prepping for baby number two? How are we feeling about the prep for baby number two? Uh, so the office is cleaned out. I think we talked about this last week. Office is cleaned out. There's some stuff in there waiting to be set up. Like the crib that we used for Cora mm-hmm. is in there. Just needs to get set back up. His recliner's in there or rocking chair, not Rock recliner. Chair. Um, I got to clean out the closet because that's currently my closet. So I need to buy some uh, like armoire typey things for our bedroom, so that way I can like put my clothes in our bedroom, and that yeah. closet can be Grayson's. Um, but things are going. I mean, we're at twenty three weeks. Wow, he's the size of a grapefruit. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's a or that's a chinchilla. But like balled up, right? When the chinchilla is balled yeah, up, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. an elongated chinchilla, like a not balled like up a, chinchilla. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Kayla's starting to get some heartburn uh, with him. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's starting to get big. And today, she w- before I came down here, she's like, I feel like I'm bigger than I was with Cora. I was like, "You were Cora was pretty big. Like, Cora hung off of you. You're not a, bi- you're not a big lady. And she... I, the like, proportion... It's not like she was, like... Saying she was big with Cora is a wrong statement. But, right. proportionally, Kayla's a, a, a small human. 
She is a tiny human. She's a tiny human. So when you add another human to the front of yeah. her, proportionally, it doesn't fit. Yeah, no. Cora really, really, by the end of it, like really stuck off of her. Grayson's getting big. He's he's becoming a big boy. I'm sure both Kayla and Katie will say something if I say this, but like I feel like that's a common thing to be bigger with your second child, right? Because your body's oh, like used to it. So. Or maybe yeah. not necessarily bigger, but show earlier right yeah yeah definitely i think that's the right um, the right core was kind of showing like at eight to ten weeks like had a little teeny tiny like belly so um but yeah that's kind of where we're at right now you know we got a lot of stuff going on like for the next five weekends i have stuff going on between bachelor parties and weddings mm-hmm. so it's like once all that's done we can finally like mellow out in october finally i'll get to my it. spooky time dig uh, into your spooky time yeah and uh and yeah and then we'll finally get things settled with with his room but nice. things are going good you got yeah so i'm not going to do the math myself but it's 17 fed, weeks 17 weeks okay so yeah. that's uh three four four months in a week from today yeah yeah from tomorrow wait something like that he's due january 9th okay i think if he's a little late yeah and the Flo's birthday is uh what January eleventh, right? January eleventh, and mine's the eighteenth. Yeah. So if he's a lot late, if he's a lot late, and Kevin's is the twenty fifth, I think. Oh. Yeah. Kevin's gonna be mad. I didn't know his Thanks. birthday. <laughs> well, so yeah, right. but things are going good. Doing all right. I uh. Yeah. September is a pretty crazy month. It actually, that's a very nice transition into the next thing we're going to talk about here on the podcast today, which is the craziness that is working, living, and also having a family all at the same time. Um, And like September is a really crazy month in general, which is, which is like even more stressful because I feel like our August was just as like stressful because with Ben's birthday and, everything getting ready and preparing for school for Katie to go back to school, getting life together. Like it was just, just as stressful in August as it was in, uh, as it is in September. And it's funny because Mm -hmm. the stress for me has switched. So in August, it was a lot of work stress. I was, I was putting out a big project. I was releasing a lot of stuff all, you know? Um, yeah. And then now work is not as stressful, but life and like family, uh, is, is more stressful. So, uh, just very curious. Very, yeah. very, uh, lots of reasons to, to be overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, I don't know what it is. If it's just like, there's, like you said, there's a lot of stuff coming up on the horizon. Kayla being pregnant, work, just, you know, is your wife going being on. pregnant stressful? I didn't know that. Had no idea. Right. Who would have yeah, thought? Yeah, yeah. Who'd have thought? Um, yeah, there's just a lot going on that's like, okay, you know, there's three major aspects to my life, you know, and I think to everybody's life. And it's kind of that same thing that they had in college, right? Mm-hmm. School, social life, making money. And that's kind of what we're at now, but it's work, regular life, and family. Yeah. Um, and trying to balance these things out and, you know, really making time for, for all of the things and, and prioritizing what's really important. And it's hard. It's really hard to, you know, keep your life straight, work 40 hours a week, and then, you know, also handle a toddler and, and living. So let's uh, let's put, put a little structure behind this. Let's talk yeah. about some of the biggest challenges that come with, um, just as you said, like having a, fa- I know this is going to seem a little like reductive when I say this, but like having a family and working. Talk about like yeah. some of the challenges you face from just like when you have kids how much harder it becomes to balance that, that work and life. Totally. Uh, I mean, for example, working 40 hours a week, right? You cram that into five days a week. Yeah. So eight hours every day. Um, and then on top of that, sometimes having to pick up Cora from daycare, right? Mm-hmm. So it, when, when those situations comes up, which I, I try to, but Kayla's much better at doing it. You know, she, her hours are less, but she, like I, we've said before, Kayla's taken on a brunt of parenting, you know, way right. better than I have. Um, it's like, okay, now I need to prioritize. All right. I need to be up and working by seven 30. So that way I can be out at four to get to, you know, Kayla Cora's daycare half an hour away. Um, and to get back, you yeah. know, like, so, so prioritizing, 
time management there. But then, you know, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you there on that one because I'm facing that right now too, as we, as we go into um, this new season and, and we're a little bit easier because our daycare is Katie's mom. Right. Right. Um, But the challenge is like, so I work on Chicago time so I can actually start work at nine, but then I'm also Mm -hmm. giving up and working later in the day. Right. Because I, um, and all summer I was able to start work right at like eight, seven forty five eight and be able to be done about four four thirty right because i i yeah. don't, just don't take a lunch i'll just work straight through the day um and now i have to take ben to katie's mom's house in the morning mm-hmm. and it's i've noticed this week especially like so if i want to katie leaves for school at seven i leave to take him to katie's mom's about seven fifty, and in between there he has to eat breakfast Right. Well, sometimes it takes, you know, 40 minutes to get uh, up to Katie's mom's house and back just because Woodward's crazy. You know, traffic's not great. Yeah. Um. The other day, it took me a full hour because the roads, wow. there, there was a power outage on Woodward, which is a crazy busy road. And it was a stop, like it was a parking lot. So it took me a full hour to get up and back. Um. And I still have to shower in the morning. Yeah. Like I still have to shower and, and trim my beard and like get ready to go and like beat because I'm on camera on video calls all day, right? Like right. Um and all this thing. So like time management has been a huge challenge of like trying to figure out and this is just from work and family, let alone like when do you find time to, to have hobbies and stuff like that, you know? Um and so like the that that's a big challenge I've noticed too, is like how do I manage my time enough to and it would be easy if my son slept because then I could just get up at six. Right. I would get a full, like I would just adjust my sleep schedule, but like sometimes Ben wakes up at three and doesn't go back to bed until five. And then I don't have Mm -hmm. that option. So, um, it's been, it's been a challenge for, for Katie and I, especially I'm like trying to find the time to like balance all this out. And like Katie still has to get in the car and go to work. And this morning she was Mm -hmm. late and like things like that just happens. Frustrating. Right. And then, you know, I'm so, uh, from the work side of it it's like telling my teammates my boss my uh i guess the team that i supervise like hey i'm leaving at four today i gotta get cora like sometimes makes me feel bad that like i'm dipping out early yeah you know like yep. they're still there working you know and and, and that's kind of it's hard to get across sometimes. Like, I'm sorry that like I have to like I gotta go get the kid, or I gotta you know, Cora's crying if she's working from home, and I happen to be able, or if I'm working from home and I happen to be right oh, there, yeah. you know. That's a and, working and from people home. People understand. I was gonna say working from home presents its own challenges in that same yeah. facet, right? Like, it's not always. Uh, that's a hard thing too. Like uh, the other day, um, Katie's grandma had a doctor appointment. Katie's mom had to take her. I had to go get Ben at like three o'clock, right? And yeah. in Chicago, that's two o'clock. So like I had to tell my boss, right. hey, like I know it's two o'clock where you are, but like I gotta take off. I gotta I gotta go. I'll make it up mm-hmm. later or do you know I it's kinda nice. I can kind of set my own my own schedule, but like I I know it's two o'clock, but I have to leave. Right? Like yeah. it's just things like that that are uh that it makes it super stressful because you wanna be there, you wanna be reliable and dependable for your work mm-hmm. and you wanna feel, you know, and how many times when you were in the other seat and the boss left at three o'clock, you're like, why does he get to leave? And I have to stay here and answer phones all day. Right. Right. So, you know, that's, that's kind of part of it, but I think, you know, people understand, but it just, it still doesn't like, makes me feel icky sometimes. I get it. I absolutely um, get it. And then for, on the flip side of that, it's like, you don't get home or done with work till five. If I'm working in the office, I'm going to get home till six. At that point, Kayla's already gotten Cora, has already started dinner, and then, you know, I feel bad about missing out on that, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. So, it's for, hard. For us, uh, Ben has an early bedtime. We've talked about this because of his, because he is who he is. Uh, he goes to bed at, like, we start bath at 6.30, and he's asleep, mm-hmm. you know, he's asleep by 7. And it's, if I were to work full hours... Um, it's, or when I work, I shouldn't say if, when I work full hours, like it's five thirty six o'clock by the time I'm done. Sometimes if the Chicago people want to have a late meeting, I've had meetings until six 30 that lasted right. until six 30. Right. And like, yeah. 
then it's bath time. I got to go upstairs. It's he's already in the bath. Now I have to like rush through through to bedtime and I haven't spent any time with him today. And all of a sudden he's in bed. Right. And like, yeah, that sucks. And I haven't helped. So it's like a twofold thing. Like right. one, I haven't spent time with Ben and two, I haven't helped at all because I've been downstairs yeah. on the phone for, you know, all day. And, and it's super, super hard for me to handle both those sides because like one, I don't want to feel like I'm not doing my part. Right. Right. And then on the second time, like I want to spend time with Ben. Like I, I want to, to be a part of that and be involved in that routine. And like, uh, mm-hmm. it just sucks missing that. It definitely does. And I think the other hard part of it is finish with your day, six o'clock. Got like four more hours and then you're back to bed to do it all over again. Yeah. And, you know, we're just saying stuff that people get like people understand, like people get what we're saying. Sure. And know it, but You know, we're just ranting and decompressing here. I, th- I right? think this is a really good thing to to discuss, though, because like, yeah. Sometimes people think through these parts, right? How how hard it is to to go through this but like it also helps to identify like hearing that in in for me from me to you just the two of us right now you're an extremely positive person sometimes it's very hard to see when you joe have a bad day because you're just an all-around positive person for you know and it helps to see and identify the, these tough times because like sometimes i feel like i'm being a little a little like too oversensitive about it like right. oh man I only have four hours and I'm going to spend two of it cleaning up and like eating dinner, cleaning up, getting Ben to bed. There's two hours gone right now. It's right now it's eight o'clock and I have, you know, a couple hours of free time and that's it. Maybe less. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, Oh man, that's maybe I'm being like oversensitive. Some people don't get any hours of, of free time, but like it's hard. It's especially hard. Uh, and I have found myself getting, more adjusted to it as time goes on right like and it helps that ben is in more of a schedule now um i'm sure Corey right. is too right like um and whenever you have kids you say that with quotation marks because like right i don't know what cora was up to midnight not three days ago four days ago yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and ben was you know awake at all hours in the morning so um but for the most part like goes to bed at the same time wakes up around the same time and as as that has gotten easier, I've gotten a little bit more adjusted, but like before Ben came, Katie would go to bed at like seven. I wouldn't have to be in bed till midnight. Cause I could sleep in. Right. Right. And then yeah. wake up, roll out of bed, go to work downstairs. Like I, yeah. it was fine. And now I, I have to adjust my entire schedule mm-hmm. and it's, it's difficult. And I, I don't think yeah. it's, I don't think it's out of line to, to say it's difficult while at the same time maintaining, like I understand that this, this was part of the deal, right? Like I didn't right. go into this, not understanding that like, Oh, I was going to have to, cha- yes, of course I was going to have to change my entire life. Like that's what comes with, with the territory, but it's still hard. Doesn't mean it's not difficult. No, totally. So it, you know, that's kind of like the work family side of it. Yeah. It, you know, making sure we make the time to be there making sure we have the time to help out with mm-hmm. everything and with our family, you know, but then also making sure we aren't slacking on our day-to-day jobs, right? Especially yeah. you working from home and I work from home two to three days a week. I'm in office two to three days a week, you know, mm-hmm. and being present for that too. Yeah. And, and making sure, you know, not to bring work home really is, is kind of the big part of it. Like leave work at work. Right. And when you're working from home, I think that that's really challenging. I especially so COVID kind of forced it on me. I don't know if I've told this full story on here before, but I was working for a company for five weeks uh, when COVID hit. So I had just started right. a new job, very promising, promising, very excited about it. And then COVID hit and I got sent home. Yeah. And then a week later, my vice president got fired on my team and we had like no direction and it kind of right. turned into a mess last year. And I was really forced to, to, leave work at work because it was one of those jobs where they would just message you at whatever hour and just Mm -hmm. do it. And when you're sitting there and you spend all day on your laptop at the kitchen table and they send you a message at seven o'clock and your laptop's still sitting there on the kitchen table, you just instinctively go over and and do it. Right. You're just like, yeah, Yeah. whatever. It's seven o'clock. I'll just do it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it is, it was not healthy. Like I got to a point last year where like, 
I never the lines really blurred between like when I was at work and when I was at home. Especially mm-hmm. we moved into this house and I have this office where I work, but also this is where I relax. This is where I play video games, right? This is like this right. is where I relax. And if I'm if my laptop is sitting in front of my personal computer at seven thirty at night and I just like, oh I'll just check my work email real quick. Like the line was super blurry and, and I had to force myself when I started this new job that now I'm here at full time. I, uh, I actually, I have this corner desk because I legitimately, it's a psychological thing of like when I'm facing that way, you can't see it on, on when you're listening, but if I'm facing right. to my left, I'm at work when I'm facing to my right, I'm like relaxing. And I, and right. it sounds silly. It sounds really silly to say, but it's, it's my psychological thing of like, that's my line. That's where I had to draw the mm-hmm. line, but it, to learn that was was difficult yeah definitely and i mean the one last thing that i'll say on work before we move on to kind of the life and social side of it Mm -hmm. is so many people at my job our company the company i work for has a lot of great benefits and the culture and people are are one of them like i don't work really with any bad people i genuinely enjoy every person i interact with at my job nice but because of that and because everybody feels that way about the company Almost everybody I've worked for or with counterpartly mm-hmm. that hasn't been in my customer service position has been comfortable coming into work early and staying late and working on the weekends and answering those messages after hours. And they're fine with it. And they don't talk about that. And I have to... It's such a I've bad... Had, I've, had, yeah. I've had talks with my boss and my counterpart and been like, this isn't good. Like, mm-hmm. because again, then I feel bad. Like I'm not working hard enough. Like, well, and, and if everybody's doing it, but you, right. It's, right. it's such a bad culture of like the, your boss, whoever, when they, when it comes to raises, promotions, whatever it might be is like, Oh, this person quote, quote. And I'm saying this one, yeah. like works harder, but they don't, yeah. they just work too much. Right. Mm-hmm. They just work too much. They fit yeah. more. They just work too much, and I think that's a, a distinction. And this is maybe a little philosophical from a from an American business standpoint. But like, as a <laughs> business, it's a terrible culture to promote that because that's what it is. It's not. It's not working harder. It's working too much. Yeah, and and it leads to burnout. Mm-hmm. And you feeling like you absolutely need a vacation from work, where you know you don't necessarily need it. But you do, right? Right. Like, or else you're gonna explode. No, I. Those I've had those jobs before, and that last company, like they, especially on the team I was in, the whole company was like that. But the team I was in, it was full of like ex consultants, and consultants are mm. really, really bad because they go and they travel for four days a week, and then when they're right. traveling, they're always on the clock, and then they go into mm. regular jobs, and they take that exact same feeling of like I'm always on the clock all week. And they like inject yeah. it. So I was working for three of them and it was, it was rough. It was rough. I was always really good about drawing the line and saying like, Hey, I'm, I'm not going to work after five 30. Um, right. But, but sometimes, I mean, there were times I worked till midnight when at that last job. And that was the first time I ever did that. And I was like, I'm never, ever doing this again. Yeah. Never no doing this again. So I just want to kind of transition into like life. And by life, I mean, the times where you can be social, where you can do what it is that you need to do to, you know, self-care, therapy, you know, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. That life aspect of it. For me, those moments are being social. I'm a social butterfly. I love being yeah, with you people. Are. Um, watching, sitting and watching TV shows, like catching up on TV shows or movies and attempting to read, write, or play video games. And I put that as one category. And then this podcast, which, you know, we do hour and a half, two hours of it every week. I edit for 15 minutes a week. Like, that's not that big of an editing thing. That's that's a broad stroke there saying 15 minutes. Right. Uh, But finding the time to do that, I I find myself during the week, I don't have that time. Mm -hmm. Monday through Friday, I really don't, other than coming down here to do the podcast. I catch up by staying up till one, two in the morning, Friday night, Saturday night, mm-hmm. watching TV shows or a movie, 
uh, and a you know, attempting to again read, write, play video games. It's one of those three. No way are those all three of those happening. Yes. Yep. Um, and playing video games, it's like playing 15 minutes of Zelda and being like, all right, I'm putting this down to go do something else or something, you know, something along those I get that. lines of it. But whenever I do get the chance to be around people in some aspect, Renaissance Festival, even if it, you know, especially if it's with kayla and cora and we can do it as a family unit Mm -hmm. where like i don't feel bad about stepping out away from them to go do things if i can take them with me it's even better um you know i just get like reinvigorated by being around people i get that Uh, so if i can do it with kayla and cora that's great but i do feel bad too in moments where like D &D, where i like disappear for like six seven hours and oh yeah nerd stuff i uh for me so my main like de-stressors I, i'm actually a little bit the opposite of you i'm i'm uh i explained this really well to my boss i am a an introverted extrovert uh, mm-hmm. which is a weird sentence but it takes a lot to get me to leave but once i leave i have a really really great time like really yeah. great time but that initial like dragging me out of the house is like a herculean effort ask my wife is <laughs> very tough um well, once I'm out, I love it. Uh, so right. for me, it is. I I I do. I mainly play video games. That's like my number one. Um, and then I play golf, mm-hmm. softball, and now the po- in the podcast. So like during the yeah. week, all in one week, uh, it is video games, softball, sometimes golf, and our podcast. And between all of that. My entire week's booked up, top to bottom. Yeah. And it's been that way for, for like, since, like, March. And I think I'm starting to feel the weight of that, that, like, every day has kind of been booked up. But it's hard, yeah. like, where to give. And it, I think it'll be easier when softball ends. Like, that's a night, a whole night back of my week, right? Right. Um, But that's, I still have, like, five more weeks of that because we just started a new season. So, um, yeah. it will be, it'll be, it's tough. And like you said, like the same thing with golf, with D&D, like leaving for a significant chunk of time is near impossible, but Ben's not old enough to golf and Katie doesn't like to golf. (laughs) So I can't really, I I actually joked about it with Katie. I'm like, the minute I can get Ben to stand next to a tee, he's going golfing with me because that is the easiest like excuse in the world. Like, oh, Ben and I are going, we're going golfing. Right. Gone. And once I can do that, then thing, then the stars will align. Or like maybe yeah. I'll build him his own gaming computer to put next to my gaming computer. There and that way go. we can play together. Katie can't say That'd anything about it. Yeah. But like it's tough. Yeah, and uh, it sounds terrible, but like the same thing. It's it's in tiny little spurts. I try and get everything in like those that hour and a half, two hours uh on on a night. So like we record the podcast for about an hour. I'll play like an hour and a half of video games after this and it won't even feel relaxing because I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm rushing to get it in because I like, I want to play this one thing, but mm-hmm. I've already done something tonight kind of thing. Right. right. Um, and it's tough. It, it, I was, I was uh, joking with somebody, but like my weeks Monday through Friday are scheduled from 7am until 11pm all the way through Whew. every week. Yeah. I have time slots for everything. So it's uh, crazy. It's stressful. I mean, but yeah, but that's the thing, right? Beforehand, if I like, I had enough free time that if I wanted to like go watch a movie, I wouldn't feel like I couldn't beat the video game I was playing because I I was going mm-hmm. to watch a movie. But now I'd have such like short bursts of it. If I want to beat this video game, I have to focus on the video game to beat it to get the end of it. Right. And then so it's uh, these are sounding like. That is a little bit of of uh like complaining because right. obviously I do a lot of things. Um, maybe some would say too many things, but mm-hmm. but stuff. When I when before, if I did if I made that list before kids, I would still have hours and hours and hours of, of free time, right. right? But now with with the way life is and the way like maybe I can't handle having, you know, all of those things in one week and I have to switch it up or or most of the time it's like golf that suffers like finding yeah. time to take five hours out of my, out of my weekend to go golf, especially like 
when it, you can only do it during the summertime is, I mean, it's, it's damn near impossible. That's, that's yeah. what it is. Um, the same thing with D and D, like we, we, we have big, long sessions of D and D and we're gone for a whole day and it's tough. Yeah. It's hard. It is. It is. I think what's good though, is we, if we can ever play at either of our houses. Yeah. Kayla and Cora can always come along or Katie and Ben can always tag yes. along. You that know. was the um, big reason the last so the last time we all played together we played it in in our house and i i uh i kind of pushed for it a little bit with uh with Kate, with uh like the group and how i even told katie i was like it'll be nice because i'm here like if ben wakes up i can just yeah. go upstairs and help right because i yep. know he's not a good sleeper and i don't like leaving at night is is worse than leaving during the day and i was like yeah. this will be great because it's the best of both worlds i can be downstairs playing hanging out with the guys and then if Ben, if you need help up here or you need like assistance with Ben, I'm here. I can help out. There's no like pressure on it. So it's, uh, yeah. it's very nice that, that we can do that. Mm-hmm. And then there's this tiny cross section between life and family that's chores. Oh right? my gosh. I know it. And I would say like Kayla, Kayla is uh, very good at all, almost all of these. Like she's good at, finding the time and making the time it stresses her out and i know that i could be better to help those things mm-hmm. but like she just is on top of it and she i can ne- never thank her enough for the way that she handles everything because she is like i've said it before oh, she's yeah. a much better mom than i am a dad like, oh same on this front like 100 yeah. percent same and and for katie some it comes at the cost like she doesn't do a lot of hobbies she doesn't have a ton yeah, of hobbies Kayla. And and it's like it's tough because I, I want her to, but at the same time, it's where do you carve out the time, right? We talk about mm-hmm. you have to balance all of these things in this Venn diagram and, and how do you how do you find the time? So how do you find the time? Yeah. Something actually gotta... Katie and I've been working on a lot because uh one of the things that, that I was teasing her about this the other day. Katie is relaxed in a clean house, but does not get relaxation from cleaning the house. Right. So it's only the end product that, that brings relaxation and all the hard work comes beforehand. Um, yeah. And so like we, I, I've been working now that I'm at home and they're gone during the day. I try and like make sure the kitchen's clean and try and make sure mm-hmm. like things are picked up and stuff. So it's not, you know, as much work at the end of the day. And, uh, it's, it, it that's a whole nother part of this work-life balance. So I put myself into the perfect segue, uh, into what are some tips and tricks about that you've, that you've found. So like for me, just the example is like, using my lunch break during the day when I'm working from home and Katie and Ben aren't here to make sure the house is picked up so that there's mm-hmm. less work when they come home. Right. Yeah. Or that at least like Katie comes home to a house that's clean or, or semi clean. Mm-hmm. I should say my clean, not Katie's clean, but my right. clean. Yeah. Uh, but at least it's better than nothing. Right. And so that's like one tip that I've, that I've learned is, is if I can get everything kind of straightened up while I'm here during the day, then it makes a a much easier night transition uh, later. Yeah, totally. And one of mine is probably not good. It's one of those do as I say, or like, I'm going to tell you what I do, but don't do it at all. That's the exact opposite of do what you do as you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What would that be? Don't, don't do, do it at all. Say. Don't follow this don't advice. All. That's all it is. Just don't don't, yeah. don't follow this. Joe's going to say it and don't follow it. I mean, it's it, it essentially boils down to like, whatever you can do, try to make the time, right? Sure. Like find the time to to get that extra thirty minutes with your family, or you know, it, regardless of all of these things, my work is the least biggest chunk of this because my family, right, is the biggest. Sure. My life is what keeps me moving forward, and the work is there because I have to. It's funny you and I are not that the priorities are different because it definitely like work is on the bottom, but like I don't, uh, Kenny and I joke about this a lot. I don't think I could be a stay at home dad. I think I would love it. I would love hanging out with Ben all day. I would love it, uh, for about six months. And then I would be like, I need, I need to, I need to shape something, you know, I need to do something. Um, so it's, and that uh, adds a whole nother level of, of stress for me because like, 
I I want to to march forward in my job. I want to you know strive ahead. All these things like continue mm-hmm. to advance and 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 get satisfaction from my job. Right. Um, and it makes it hard when you're trying to do that in all three phases, right? Like stuff. Yeah, it is. So so the thing that I was gonna say was with the make the time is like tonight. It's just after nine o'clock. I'm gonna go upstairs, attempt to get Cora to bed, which could take anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. So ten, ten thirty. I'm gonna edit this podcast, be done with it by ten forty five, and then I'm gonna shower and it's gonna be like eleven. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna get I shouldn't get time to like decompress and watch TV, but I will for like a half an hour and yeah. then be up in five hours. Like mm. like my sleep is what lacks in all of this is yeah. is my sleep. Like that's that's where I lose it is out of all of these things, I cut it out of my sleep, which isn't healthy. But no, that's not that's not the right place. So the I mean, place is make the time, but do it in a healthy way. <laughs> I mean, my son's awake all the time anyway, so sleep just doesn't right. exist in my house. So I do yeah. the same thing, especially like very stereotypically. But like, if I'm playing a video game and I really want to beat it, I'll mm-hmm. stay up too late, and then I'll be cranky the next day, and I'm like, I know I shouldn't have done it. I know that's not healthy, but like. I just wanted wanted the time wanted to take advantage of the time I had for it. Yeah, and then the other thing would be, and it's I've seen it floating around Facebook a lot is like, the work your work generally gives you benefits for a reason, and they're called benefits. Yep. Like, don't feel bad about taking a day just Mm-mm. for you, and you take know. the day. That's the other thing. And I, take the day. We push everything aside. I would say this company has some of the best. I shouldn't even say the company, my team. So it's, you know, just three of us on my team, which is really nice. My team has some of the best culture about that, no matter what. So I was taking like a week long vacation, but it was during a pretty busy time. Like my boss had just come back from paternity leave and I was, we were just about ready to launch this big product that I worked on all summer. And Mm. I was taking a week off and go to my parents' house and I'm like, Hey, like, I'm just going to be at my parents' house. I'll bring my laptop. Just like shoot me a message. You need anything. He said, don't even bring your laptop. Don't bring it. Yeah. Like I'm going to be 12 hours away. It's like, don't bring it. Like, just leave it there. Go on vacation. Don't do anything. Don't check your email. Don't turn off your team's messages. Like just don't check. And I would give that advice to anybody and be the strong person. To, and I know, and this is easier said than done. Trust me, but be the strong person to say like, I'm not opening my laptop. I took a PTO day. Like yeah. I am on vacation. Or like, if you're an hourly worker, like, as soon as you clock out, be done. Don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't. Definitely. That's that's the number one thing I would say is like, set in this. It, it, my big tip from a work perspective, um, is we set up a document that basically laid out our working hours. Right. Um, we're again, my job lends itself to be flexible. Like I could. I could get up at five and start writing code and and be done by two if I really needed to. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. um, but we set up a document basically said like, these are generally, generally my working hours and here's why. And for me, I was like, I like to be done at five o'clock Eastern every day because uh, that only gives me about two hours with Ben, you know, but like that's two hours I'm unwilling to compromise on. And my boss who is very good about it, he was like, yeah, like I won't schedule a meeting with you after five o'clock Eastern. You know, if, if things happen to have that, you know, happen to ha- end up that way. And that's like, say somebody way above our pay grades at that meeting and we have to be right. there. Yeah. We have to be flexible. Like I said, sometimes it, I've had meetings till six thirty, six forty five before, yeah. but I would say 95% of the time I log off at five o'clock and I don't think about work until eight o'clock the next day or nine o'clock the mm-hmm. next day. Like, yeah, um so set those boundaries uh, that, that's the number one thing it's like set the boundaries just let yeah. people know around you and and yes there might be a little bit of like oh why does he get that but if you're upfront about it and say listen i i'm doing it for this reason or like maybe and the reason could be as simple as i'm doing it because i need to for my mental health right. for my sanity i need to be done and close my laptop at five o'clock mm-hmm. then then do it stand up for yourself yeah. you deserve it yeah, you deserve it. And uh, with that, I think maybe let's let let these people go. Hold on. I got one more question. Oh, oh Jerry's got one more. I got okay, one more never question mind. for you before we let you go. And it's okay. it's a challenge to you, Joe. Okay. 
what are you going to do moving forward to help yourself through these challenges? Oof. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the biggest thing I would will try to do is go back to that, you know, making the time piece and more so shaping the time or organizing my time efficiently. Sure. You know, maybe taking 15 half an hour out of my day to work on the dishes real quick, you know, on my lunch rather than like, and then eating while I work kind of thing. Um, so that way later in the day, I don't have to worry about it. And Mm -hmm. Kayla and I can have an evening where we just have a normal dinner and not worry about doing dishes afterwards, you know, things like that. Um, I think that's probably what I'll what I'll do most is is try to shape and reorganize my time and see where that lends me, um, you know. And I think regardless of what it is, my lifetime still will be end of evening Friday yeah. through weekends because it's just so hard during the week to really do anything like for me during the week. Yeah. But, um, I don't think that's least, bad either. I think like yeah. You know, maybe staying up till two o'clock in the morning is not great, but right. But I can at least during the week do my do better to try to reshape my time for my family side of it. Yeah, that's pretty good. You know, I think I think that. What about you? I'm taking things off my plate, and naturally it's going to happen because winter is right around the corner, and all yeah. the things I do are like golf and and softball or outdoor sports, right? So like that'll naturally come off. But uh, I'm a I'm taking some things off my plate. I think I'm I'm also this might not make a lot of sense to a lot of people but it will to me I'm narrowing my focus on on what I'm on how I'm spending my my free time right like my alone time like yeah instead of doing a little bit of this video game or trying to play all these video games like I'm just gonna play a couple relaxing video games that I like and just come to grips with myself that like I just can't I can't I, I just can't do as much as I used to do, right? I just don't have right. the time that I used to do and I'm taking things off my plate. That's that's yeah what I have to do. Um and like I said, it'll come naturally a little bit because like softball's gonna end, golf I'm not gonna be mm-hmm. golfing anymore. Um but but yeah, is from if I only get an hour and a half to two hours a night, I gotta spend mm-hmm. it in the best way possible and to do that would be to just focus on on what I like to do, you know, pick a couple Definitely. of video games that I really like and just play those nice and relaxing ones. So that's good. That's a good thought. I'm gonna do that too. Taking work, getting rid of yeah, it. Yeah, gonna just sauce work <laughs> off the plate. Whatever. We'll live in. A, we'll live as vagabonds. We'll just you know go live in a commune somewhere. Right. It'd be no, great. That's good though. I can that only imagine very... the quality of this podcast in a in a middle of nowhere commune. <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right, Joe, let's let these people go. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, We love you all very much um, and appreciate, like I said, every listen. And if you haven't already, uh, go like and subscribe. That would be lovely. And tell one person about us. Just one. That's all it is. Just one. Yeah, that's all we need. And thanks to Planet Ant. (laughs) Somebody's overwhelmed. We can talk a lot about being stressed. That's all of us. Everybody's overwhelmed. Go tell everybody. Right, but thanks to Planet Ant as well for having us on their podcast network. We appreciate it. And if you haven't yet, go follow us on social media. I don't understand why you haven't yet. I say this every week. We're mm-hmm. at Big Dead Energy Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and then you can find us on Facebook at Big Dead Energy. Uh, lots of good stuff in the Instagram. I think that is uh, our favorite place to put out external content um, outside of the podcast, and uh, we're going to keep it up. So go give us a follow there. We like it a lot. And... uh you know, thanks for taking this ride with us and letting Joe and I kind of air some grievances and hopefully uh, hopefully you related Great. a little bit to, to to the challenges we're going through and we can all do something a little bit better to to balance out our lives and uh, whether it's taking some things off the plate or, you know, just maybe it's maybe it's what Joe said. Maybe it's quit your job. I'm not advocating <laughs> for anybody to quit their job. I want that on the record. But right. maybe you need to. Who knows? Give it a little maybe thought. Maybe you need to. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to another episode. Big Dead Energy. Uh, for both of us, I'm George Mansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongue twice before you use them.
Dads. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.